What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Dad's Game Podcast. This is John here as always. And do check out my Twitch stream. I've been playing Legends of Runeterra regularly. And do give me a follow on both my Twitter and Twitch so you'll be notified as and when I go live. And so, let's get on to today's topic. We're going to talk about cards in which were never played but were suddenly played all of a sudden. We all know that Feel the Rush came pretty sudden due to the KDA event. And out of the entire KDA event, Feel the Rush actually changed the entire meta all over his head. In the Before Feel the Rush existed, it was the War Mother era. Now War Mother is being replaced by three cards known as Feel the Rush, and the deck just seems to work better than ever. War Mother Control has always been tier 1 ever since Call of the Mountain Part 2 was released, or I would say Monuments of Strength were released. And so due to the nature of War Mother deck, together with cards like Ice Pillar, Trunder, and Trindamir, the deck sort of take, took off. It had a good matchup against Aggro, it had an amazing matchup against Midrange, and some might say it's pretty good against Control as well. There are some decks that you obviously can't beat or doesn't have a really good time, such as Scouts, which is, has always been a big problem for Control decks, so that's pretty common. And so due to Feel the Rush existing, the deck totally changed the entire image of it. It still runs as a control deck. However, Feel the Rush could be played as early as turn 7, turn 8. And when you have access to finishers during turn 7, turn 8, it, mean, it usually means that you have a very good time against your counterpart control decks, such as Aso Trundle, can be Spooky Kama, some form of Azure deck. And even mid-range decks can't really fight, pretty, can't really handle Trundle as well. And adding together Feel the Rush, it totally feels like a matchup in which War Mother Control or Feel the Rush decks actually have a very big advantage. And due to the nature of Feel the Rush existing, a couple of cards actually saw play again. Some players started taking in a few cards. And let me give you guys some context in the history of card games and tech cards. In the past, we used to have certain decks that people religiously follow. They just copied the deck list, and that's about it. It's pretty much an era in which people just played the same decks over and over again. Be it Yu-Gi-Oh, be it Hearthstone. There are a couple of decks that dominate the meta, and everyone usually tend to just play the same deck, card for card, strategy to strategy, it's the same thing, copy and paste. However, some players realize that due to the nature of the card games and knowing that they're going to face a certain amount of decks, they actually started replacing some cards in their deck with certain cards that could give them a certain advantage, and that's where tech cards come in. Tech cards actually exist in a way for you to have an advantage or I would say a better time against certain mirror matches against certain decks. Like for example, players started running Hush in almost every deck. Every player started running Flash Freeze because we all know that Lee Sin Targon dominated the entire meta. So with running 3 copies of Flash Freeze or maybe Hush wins, you could take out your free lot deck to actually have a additional win condition I would say against a least opposing Lee Sin deck because this thing can do a lot of funny tricks. You know, it can buff it up to a huge amount of attack and then do Dragon's Rage due to its challenge and then strike ability. You can just flash trees and Dragon's Rage is sort of nullified from there. And so that's an example of a tech card, which is to give your deck a certain advantage against the existing pool. And so two cards actually came out of obscurity and became a became commonly played in the field of the rush meta, which I felt is a reactive kind of evolution because Feel the Rush is totally nuts. And so the first card that was released is none other than Stony Suppressor. Stony Suppressor is a 2 mana 1-3. It's a Damasya card. 
and its and its effect is all spells cost one more. And so when we think about all spells cost one more in the context of playing against Feel the Rush, it means that it's delayed. It can delay Feel the Rush by one turn, and it can make Catalyst or Ion actually cost all your mana instead of five mana, leaving one spell mana remaining. That one mana actually can compound, as Slowly Suppressor has a pretty good stat line, knowing that it belongs with the Demacia, it can easily be buffed by cards like Bannerman, Genevieve, Ranger's Resolve for that turn to ensure it's not get destroyed. And so Slowly Suppressor is a card that has emerged out of nowhere, and is being played in some Demacia decks, not all, not all, let me correct myself, not all, scouts don't need to run Slowly Suppressor, but some for a mid-range kind of Demacia decks are running Slowly Suppressor along with the Shivana package, the Shivana A-Soul deck, which I believe some players are running in it. And so Sony Suppressor before Field of Rush was released was never ever seen or never ever played. Because it's not the kind of card which makes a direct impact, but due to the master having an immense board pressure together with Sony Suppressor on board, it means that ASO Trundle or let's say Field of Rush decks will not be having a very good time against decks like that because it's a white board and most likely the Avalanche and even their Ice Quake can't even deal with it. And so Sony's Perspressor has started to see more play due to Field the Rush existing. And another card that has risen out of security, and no one even thought it really exists, was Mina Swiftfoot. This version of Field the Rush actually dropped the entire Shadow House package and totally replaced it with Mina Swiftfoot, three copies of Concussive Palm, Wheel of Ionia, and all sort of removal, or sort of disruptive play to make it a very greedy kind of Field the Rush deck, which means that. It plays the same way as the Field of Rush deck, minus the survivability to add in an added bonus or added advantage against other control decks, even the Mirror Field of Rush deck, be it the Shadow House version or even the Mirror Freylord Ionia version. And so Mina Swiftfoot was actually never played at all, maybe in some maybe in some uh, Yasuo decks, but other than that, nah, no one runs it, it's 9 mana, it's too late, and you're probably not gonna level up. Yasuo by turn 9, you're probably going to do it by turn 4, turn 5, turn 6. And so Mina Swift is a kind of card in which everyone forgets it even exists. The effect might look too... Hmm... It's not a kind of effect in which people actually remember it, but due to the current meta where all the control decks run a lot of high-cost minions, Mina Swift can actually be seen as a pretty good game-ending kind of play, because it's the kind of tempo that your opponent can lose. Let's say they are not playing against Ionia, meaning that they can't deny your Mina Swiftfoot ability. You actually have a good time against Freylord decks. You can very good against Aso Trundle and everything like that. Due to just one card Mina Swiftfoot existing, which I believe is a reactive kind of include in Ionia decks. I've seen some players run Demacia splashing the splashing Ionia together just to have access to Mina and Deny. And I don't think the trend is ever gonna end, but if Feel the Rush ever gets hit, you can definitely see Stony Suppressor and Mina Swiftfoot totally being removed from the entire pool. So let's just say in general, due to Field of Rush existing, a lot of players started to run certain cards that could give them advantage against the decks that they know they're going to face. And warm other decks, or let's say FTR decks, are dominating the meta today. Without FTR even, Trundle plus Trindamir on board with Ice Peeler is more than enough to put so much pressure on your opponent that they can't really fight back. And FTR just feels like the icing on the cake, which is a very big problem all in all, because War Mother's Call is the kind of card which can summon things that you don't really want. Let's say you're running Woody Stones, but you don't even enjoy it at the start of the game. War Mother's Call actually might summon Woody Stones from the top of that every turn, giving you extremely bad luck. It is sort of an incremental kind of advantage instead of Feel the Rush, which gives you instantly 
two big creatures, two big champions, 10-10, and that's about it. That's game from there. It can win from one or two turns. It just feels like a mid-range deck without running the consistent package. Yes. And so that's the strength of FTR in general. So many kind of ways to win the game. Like I mentioned multiple times, Trundle on its own can do so much to your opponent. It's the kind of card in which when it goes on the board, it's very hard for you to trade unless you can really remove Trundle entirely. And let's, since we're on the topic of tech cards, there are also certain tech cards that exist. Like Lee Sin Targon existing and then players started running Flash Freeze and Harsh Winds because Freelot decks could usually... How to say? Aso Trundle, War Mother in the past, and even FDR. Their strength lies in those big creatures. And let's say if you were to end your combat phase, your opponent drop Lee Sin, do a lot of funny spells. On your next turn, you can just Flash Freeze and... If you, if you were to do the Dragon's Rage kind of thing, you just Flash Freeze and that's about it. That's their one turn over just like that. And then not to mention they have Infinite Mind Splitter and all the funny cards. There's no way that a lot of decks can handle it. In the past, you only have Infinite Mind Splitter. And players started to realize that Lee Sin Talgon is actually a problem. And they added Harsh Winds and Flash Freeze. And then their matchup became much more easier. So that's a tech card in response to the Lee Sin Talgon meta. Another card is Harsh. I believe that Harsh is, a, also, Harsh is a very overpowered card. I've said it many, many times, I believe Harsh shouldn't even exist, but not every deck can run Harsh effectively. The only decks that can run Harsh, and it's very similar to the concept of Ezreal. Harsh is the kind of card that you only play when you really have a preset win condition, or it's like a combo or maybe a control deck. Because a mid-range deck seldom runs Harsh, because their strength lies in overwhelming the board and then using cards to buff everything up. And that from its own is enough pressure to put on your opponent, and you don't really need Harsh at all. And so another last card. The last card in which is a tech card which I've seen in the past is also Concerted Strike. Concerted Strike is the kind of card that no one really adds in. But due to certain cards that could actually gain advantage like Raiding Guardian, like Lux and stuff, Lux Karma actually started running Concerted Strike back in the meta. I can't remember what was the exact reasoning, but Concerted Strike wasn't really played as much. But then now, but in the past, they added it in because it gave them a certain advantage against other decks, you know. Yeah, like removing burial and stuff together in Concert Strike. One hit and then the other hit and then that's about it. And so let's get on to the second part of today's episode. We are going to talk about Feel the Rush and how we'll actually nerf it. I don't think this card should be nerfed. The very first approach I can think of, which was something that I see tournaments doing, is not to allow KDA cards to be played in tournaments. This might be quite controversial, but some of you guys might actually agree with it. Because event cards, or like cards that exist in events, can sometimes be removed from the overall pool. Especially in the case of KDA cards, where they were released without maybe not any, any prior knowledge. The tournament scene was flipped over its head. And so I believe that maybe, just for the first month that KDA cards are released, maybe the tournaments can choose to not allow it to be played at all. I believe that with this change to tournaments, Future events where they suddenly release overpowered cards that could potentially change the meta are given a buffer period for players to acclimatize and get used to the brand new changes to the game. That it seems really far-fetched because um, in the past there were certain certain games, certain card games where they release new expansions and then some players who got the cards early could change their deck. I believe now with the age of the internet, it's also the same thing that's happened in the past. And so when it comes to this tournament thing, it's really entirely up to the organizers. But in a sense, I don't. I think that all these events cards, or the right way is to have different formats. 
there are some formats where you can play any cards, some formats you don't play any cards. I believe that a band list can make a game better. We've seen the Yu-Gi-Oh approach where certain cards can only be played 3 copies, 2 copies, 1 copies, and totally banned. That's why I believe that some cards can... Legends of Rujava could actually take their path and implement a band list, but... Hmm, it just seems pretty far-fetched, and no one would actually want to do that. And another way that I can think of nerfing or changing through the rush, this is the most simple way. In fact, you can actually keep the same effect. However, the 10-10 only lasts until the end of the turn, instead of it lasting throughout the entire game. Because the field the rush gives you an advantage on the turn you play it, it's a high cost, it gives you 2 10-10 minions. And that's about it. It'll, the buff only lasts until the end of the turn, and then you expire. It might seem like a pretty drastic change, but it's almost on the same level as War Mother if you think about it. Because when you summon the minion, it isn't buffed at all. It is the plain minion from the top of the deck. You summon it, you don't get any added bonus, no any funny thing. You just get it as it is. As well, I believe that due to offset, feel the rush, high mana cost, and potentially it ending at the end of the turn. I believe just a 10-10 of it dropping on the board is more than enough. And don't really need for it to, to carry on to the next turn. So there's one change that I think of. And another one that I can think is instead of buffing both champions to 10-10, you could summon them from your deck and then you instantly level up to level 2. It might seem as a crazy nerf because Feel the Rush only really fits in the War Mother concept because you're sort of playing a sustain, kind of healing kind of deck. Other decks can't really run Feel the Rush because they... Usually don't really mix well together with Wording Stones and Catalyst or Ion in it because of the nature of the other regions. And so I believe that when you do feel the rush and you summon two leveled up champions from your deck, you instantly level it up. It becomes sort of a win condition or sort of a playstyle in which your deck can work towards. It doesn't necessarily have to rely on manually leveling up your own champions. You can actually rely on feel the rush to level it up on your own. And some champions actually don't really have an easy time leveling up. One of it is Ezreal, and the other is Karma. And so, <laughs> you can't really put three regions together, right? And so, Field the Rush will feel very limited. The current Field the Rush, in conclusion, is very... It swings one side. When you resolve it, it's almost game over for your opponent. Right now, ASO is enough to the point in which you drop it, you don't really win. You don't win outright. You're sort of just hanging on the knife's edge. But now due to Field the Rush, you can actually add Field the Rush in ASO Trundle and see how it goes. I see some players doing it, but not all. It might feel very inconsistent because you can just manually drop it with Eclipse Dragon and Dragon's Clutch. But now with Field the Rush existing in the meta and so many response such as Mina, such as Stony Suppressor, Double Harsh Winds is a compulsory in every single Freelord deck. Ash Sojourney is back, destroying everything that is not Scouts. In fact, I don't think there's any bad matchup in Ash Sojourney apart from Swing Twister Fate. And so Feel the Rush, one card on its own, turned War Mother's Control into a totally different deck. War Mother's Control took so long to build the reputation of it being the premier control deck. And just with the release of Feel the Rush, everything changed. And so I believe that this type of change, this type of release of a, of a overwhelmingly strong card, is not really healthy towards the game right now and even in the future as it carries on. And so that's all I have for today's episode. Do let me know what you think about it. How feel the rush should be nerfed, or how it should be changed at all, and that's all for today. And that's game.